Welcome to the Seattle Sports Union Podcast. My name is Abraham Dewey. I'm back once again with my co-host, Brian the Soul Man Solak. And we have a very special guest star, former center, former slash power forward of our Washington Huskies, Noah Dickerson. How's it going, Noah? And I'm good. I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing great. It's it's yes. great to hear from you. You are a legend in this area. Uh, there was a resurgent of resurgence of Husky basketball that you uh, were a leader in, and uh, this, this is amazing. And I thank you, Brian Solak, for getting uh, for getting uh, Noah on this call because uh, that a person that I've wanted to speak to for a while now, and uh, we got gotcha. you, we got gotcha, you, Noah. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm glad I'm glad to be here. I am, I am. <laughs> by right here, on. by here, you mean over in Europe, right? You're now in the Swiss league with a team called Star Wings. Is that correct? Yeah, I am. I am. I am. Excellent, excellent. What uh, what brought you over to what brought you from Switzerland? I mean, I thought last I saw you were in uh, uh, England, I believe. Yeah. So, so like one thing I'll tell you about, and I had it took me a couple of years at first. The overseas, the, the, the like the professional game in basketball, is a business, and 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 you, you, it's very hard to trust people and find where you can fit in the right way to maximize what you have what you want to do and so i i haven't technically found my country yet that i'm gonna play in and just stay in just because of the systems people use how they use me a lot of teams lie just to get you and that's happened to me oh wow yeah that's happened to me twice um i actually i actually uh I, I haven't had a good start to my pro career just because I've trusted the wrong people and they just want to make a quick buck for me and make, make a quick buck and kind of just ruin, ruin a lot of stuff just to, for me to make a little bit of money. What is but it? Like I was on a, yeah, I was on a little downhill slope since I started, I was on a downhill slope and like, I finally now have an agent that I trust can put me oh, in a good. good situation to have to do what I do. And so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm in Switzerland. And I mean, I guess he's doing it right. I'm averaging 18 and 12. So. Nice. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> what, what is it? Is it some sort of uh, trading of contracts that you get caught up in? Or is it a manner of uh, you have name recognition and maybe that's, uh, that's what they sell or what, what, um, what manner of uh, trickery is going on over there? Man. So like, I'd say more so like they just so in England so England was uh, I don't even care no more England I hated England with a passion like I hated it every second I was there I was in the, I was like 50 minutes from Liverpool in the middle of a country the best thing they got to eat was five guys um you know oh, wow. they, they, yeah nah they and like I want you to understand you know five guys is not that cheap anymore so that was like twenty dollars <laughs> it was like it was like twenty dollars a twenty dollars for a burger no oh, fries burger it was ridiculous. yeah and everything else no no else that you season it so like it was like it was it was it was tough it just tough and go touch and go and the way the um like the way the uh the management and the coaching staff and just just talk to me, use me, lied about how they're going to use me. And, um, and like, you know, like the, uh, like I didn't know this coming into it, but the coaches, the coach's dad was the owner of the team. Oh my. If I knew, if I knew that I would have, my mom worked on wall street. I get business. I'm not, you don't, you don't miss, you don't mix family and business. Right. And so, um, and so uh, if I known that to begin with, I would have never went just be, you know, like again, business background and so but they um honestly speaking what happened was is uh after i signed i had i think i started late because it took longer for my visa to get to him to me in america mm -hmm. and like as soon as i signed the contract the coach started talking to me different how so like 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 oh i got him type of thing and he just he started just talking more forceful. Like you could immediately the second after you just started talking to me way different. And and um and then that kept up up front. He he's he was a real prideful guy. And he was like 32, 31. He's like a super prideful guy. And he um and so like he would never be wrong. And he didn't really play basketball like that. Like he like he wasn't good or nothing. He played like youth. 
Right. And uh, and like his dad just thought, oh, he can buy a team and his make his son the coach and it'll be all yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh but, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, 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 type of thing. <laughs> and so they kind of, he kind of, they they ruined me a lot. I for for how they played me and how like. Um, there's a couple games last uh, the last season where I or where he played me like two minutes and then yanked me like four times and didn't play me the rest of the game just so I have a bunch of zeros on my stats just to mess up my stats. Wow! Wow! And, yeah, <laughs> and, and as a and, as an American, your stats are everything. They don't care. Like they don't care about what you used to do, what you look like, none of that. Overseas, it's strictly you are a number. What can you produce? Well, yeah, uh, but how can you produce if you're not in the game, right? Exactly. No, yeah, <laughs> and so, um, and so, yeah. So last year for me was a kind of a wash because, uh, just because they they did it like that, and so this year is my real big year just to do what I'm doing. I play. I average like what, like thirty eight minutes a game over here. That's um, that's awesome. I, and so, like, you know, I've actually um, I've missed two. I don't know how many games. We're five and five, I think, and. Um, I missed two games and I am behind. I'm not the leading rebounder in the league, but I'm behind by like three rebounds. And I only already missed two games. Like, nice. I, I, I average like 12. Nice. So Good I, for you. Yeah, now, so I'm trying to you know, get it going. It's, it's actually kind of nice playing like this again, just because it's like college. Oh, I finally get a footing in the game and really get it going. So you, you, have, a much, you have a much better coach now. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Much better. Yeah. That, much better. that prior guy, I mean, that doesn't even sound like, well, I mean, what is a coach that is a person to help you get better at what you do? And you know, uh, that guy just sounds like he's a, it's a toy to yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and I mean, you, you, uh, you give too much credit to these coaches overseas overseas. <laughs> Cause, uh, but I, I have a good coach issue, but majority man, these coaches don't know what they're doing. They just want to pay check. <laughs> that is <laughs> yeah like, you could, like there's a lot little lot of you know girl like in in the states there's a lot of aau coaches that are some con men and all that stuff a lot of professional you know, they don't really have aau overseas they got like under 18s 19s 15s you know stuff like that and and so a lot of just even professional coaches are just they just don't know what they're doing and and like also you know the european game is so different from the like American game that like, you know, you can have a coach that could believe in I'm going to have practice four hours a day. And, you know, and I'm just going to run the run, 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 burn out all the players. Is what I'm saying. Burn, burn Mm -hmm. everybody out. And that, that doesn't make any sense because I believe over there, correct me if I'm wrong. They have like soccer where you, you don't win. You go down to the minor leagues and uh, promotion relegation. Yes. Yes, yes. So, like, <laughs> you would think you. No, nah, no, you're right. That does happen. Nah, you're one hundred percent. Yeah, it does happen. That does happen. <laughs> um, I haven't. I've been on a team, so I brought up a team from from divisions. I've never. My team has never gone. No, I lied. I lied. So my first team in Israel, um, I I they actually, um, paid me. They they released me, but they the way that what works in overseas is they pay you a, a buyout fee okay but like this is where the beginning of having bad a bad agent because when i was a rookie i was making really good money and i i thought i thought they could just get rid of me and just get rid of me mm-hmm. and but like in terms out if i had like i could have just sat in my apartment in israel and collected a check <laughs> no nah, real like they have they have to pay me all of it it's a guaranteed contract but i didn't know that Oh, I wow. didn't, I, I didn't, yeah, I was a rookie. I didn't know that. So that's like something my agent would told me and he just wanted to make a quick buck on me. And so he, he, he did some stuff. And then, and so I left that team where I averaged 12 and eight, which is good for rookie in that league where, and then all of a sudden I moved down to the second league, second league team, mm-hmm. which is still a good league in Israel. But, um, but I didn't have to do that. And, in the way it works, it's like going from Division One to Division Two, sure. like for no odd reason, and and then yeah, so and so that that kind of started off the little downhill slope just because of him and telling me to do that. So and like be like, oh yeah. So you're 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 pretty legendary here for toughness in the paint and for the rebounds, and I would think that that would be that would be more important than 
trying to teach you a lesson, you know, like yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah for sure, no, no for sure. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not as big as I was when I was at UW. Though I, I do, if I was still as big as I was, I would be, it'd be a lot easier playing over here. Like, oh really? I don't okay, so like, you were you're, you're six eight two sixty maybe. When I when I was in college, yeah, I was a big boy. Two six, I was a big boy. What, what now do you know? I'm like, like, oh man, I'm I want to say like I'm six eight, like two twenty five. Oh wow, well, right okay. on, good for yeah, you. Like two twenty five to twenty. It's so funny because I'm talking about as soon as I left college, that weight flew off of me. <laughs> how, left, how come? I, yeah, I don't know. I left in March. I left in March, and because after the season, because I I got the I finished taking classes early to go do my pre draft stuff, mm-hmm. and I I remember them three four months. I lost like thirty four. It flew off of me. Like I, I nothing. I, it, I think it was a matter of I didn't have as much food as I, as I was used to. Cause you know, you like as soon as when Coach Hop got there and he started giving out lunches, man, lunches and dinner, stop it, stop it, man. Man, if that kid like me had. <laughs> hey, um, what, so what? What was more jarring for you, moving from the South to Seattle, or moving from America to Europe? America to Europe probably from america to europe okay <laughs> america to europe and it's 100 percent because of the food like like man this like in switzerland I, i'm not getting enough for nothing everything tastes the same like it's it's always missing something when you eat anything it's missing something like you you know every time like ah man you just need a little bit more 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 more, more zang to it man it's oh, more seasoning okay. like it's so it's it's like it's not it's not England bland, but right. it's still like it's it's like it's like a it's like a four out of ten on average. <laughs> I've I've been to Switzerland. I know what you're talking about. Uh, have you ever been to a town called Neuchâtel? No, I've heard of. We drove past it though. I believe it's in the league that you're in. Uh, it's like Neuchâtel Union. Uh, it's a town that I've been to, and uh, no, I think I kind of agree with you. It's a, a lot of wine and cheese, and I do like wine and cheese, but. Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, everything else. Yeah, no, maybe it's, it's that not, Italian it's... part of Switzerland you need to hit up. <laughs> mm-hmm, no, for sure. The uh, the um, so one thing is when I was playing in Germany, I um, I learned about Turkish kebabs. Oh yeah, like and I and how they started in Germany. And so like when uh, during a pandemic when I was playing there, when I would drive home from practice, I'd get one like five six times a week. Like it wasn't no like I was going there consistently. I've never had them before, and then so I've been, and then last uh, last year I played in England. And I was trying to figure out how to get to Germany so I could get some <laughs> get a Turkish kebab. I, I love them so much, and so I, I live in um, Basel, in uh, Switzerland, which is on right on the German border. Like Germany's like five minutes away. Oh wow, okay. And so, yeah, and France is like ten, ten, and so um. And so, like, I, I, you know, I still go over there and get it a lot just because, like, it was like, it's like, man, they do it perfect every <laughs> time. Every time. <laughs> they don't miss. <laughs> right on. I, I got to ask, so with our common friend we talked about pre-show, but is cheese a big deal over in Swi- Switzerland? If so, do you have a favorite cheese? So, so cheese is very good. So it it finally now is starting to get like it's freezing. Like now it's cold. So they've been everybody's been telling me to wait to go do the fond, go to fondue places and do all that stuff when yes. it gets cold because it yeah. tastes better. Because it tastes better. And me, like, like I I love almost all foods, all tastes and everything. So I, it's it's better. It's about to snow on Friday. Uh, I'm not ready for it. But um, uh, and so um. And so I haven't gone to a fondue place, but my family comes in on Friday. Oh, like my cool. my mom and my twin brother. Yeah, okay. so uh, we're probably gonna. I'll probably take them to a couple places, but uh, I do enjoy cheese though. That, but I I didn't start liking cheese until my later years in life. <laughs> By the way, so like that's a silly question. Cheese, wine, well, some wine and uh, uh, bread taste better in Europe. Uh, no, you know, oh, for it, sure. Oh, oh no, most definitely. They get those bases down right. <laughs> Who is this friend? I heard you. I heard you guys have a Usolac, and you uh, know, uh, you guys have a friend in common. Oh, you do. I'll let you guess. Uh, then I was going to wait till the end, but go ahead and guess. This cat. 
Yes, it is Kat. She's a great lady. <laughs> full name, she's full name. So if she's ball. listening, Catherine Cat. She goes by Cat, but Catherine Clark. She went to Blanchette with us, Abe. She was, I think, three three grades ahead of us. But okay. she she's good people. How, how how do you know her, Noah? I um I was just the, just the greatest thing. I went to um last summer. I went started I started working out with this guy, and she she a uh, former Husky, Donnie Macchiato. And he um and she she used to come in and do the workouts. I think ours was at like six something, six thirty. And then I remember I'm in there before the workout and I'm talking and I, I'm talking to her about how um like when I'm done playing basketball I want to go to law school. Oh cool. That, that's been my that's been one of my goals and just you know figuring it out. Oh wait, hey no, I'm a lawyer. How you doing? He said, come come down to my office. <laughs> <laughs> Came down to our office and I got the intern for her for this this past summer and I loved it helped um helped out learned a lot and so and so now we just you know she's one of my you know great friends so uh, I, I love cat she uh uh yeah wonderful wonderful person you that's said awesome she is good people sorry go no, ahead that's fine i was just gonna say uh you, you you mentioned earlier that you play video games with friends back here in seattle so you still keep a you still keep in touch and still keep a connection with the community oh yeah no it's, i i live in seattle i don't i, I don't I, I, okay like Reese, like, okay, this past summer I went and at the end of the summer I went back to Atlanta because I'm tired of paying rent. Ooh, I'm okay, it's whatever. Yeah. But um, I um um, but no, no, I really like my brother. I, my twin brother lives in Seattle. Um, my mom this past this past year has been looking in houses in Washington, um, because mm. she's gonna move out that way. But yeah, no, nah, I'm 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 Washington. I love Washington. All my all my best friends and everything live in Washington, except for a couple that still live in Atlanta. And I'm me, me, I'm I'm a Washingtonian. Nice. Awesome. My ID, Fantastic. my ID, my ID says Washington. That's my awesome. <laughs> resident. Oh cool. man, let's uh, uh let's dig into your background a little bit if we could know. Uh you actually mm-hmm. you went to Monteverde Academy and I believe you won a title. I won two. Two national oh, titles. Okay. Wow. I won, okay. two, I won two national titles. Yeah, back to back. I uh, so I, I knew you came herald, you know, much heralded out of uh, uh, out of high school, but I, I, I read up a little bit on you and did not realize that because your your incoming class was uh, Marquis Chris, DeJounte Murray, you, and Matisse Thibel. <laughs> oh, my yeah, no, God. We're... What a class that came in. Oh. Oh no! And, and Dominique Green, Dominique Green came in all year. That's right. And um, then didn't you have Malik Dime as a transfer? Yeah, Malik Dime, and then uh, there was another guy, Devin Derusa, but he had he, he was he was he he only had like two years left at college or something like that. So he went to prep school. But uh, yeah, yeah, we had a large, we had a nice class, like, very enjoy, nice, enjoyable class for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you uh, when you got uh, uh, called by Lorenzo Romar? Uh, uh, courted let's just say did uh oh, was that the whole thing was that just this collection town all of you guys this is my selling pitches you're all coming together is that kind of how it went or uh were you aware of the other so, so players it was in? so i like so i remember i took a visit so going into my senior year so going in that uh my junior year summer going in my senior year, i had took a visit i had i had came up to uh, Washington for a camp for Tony Rowan Skills Academy camp. Oh wow! And they had just they had just called me because I I went to school I went to I went to a camp when I was in eighth grade from a guy, and then he just always kept in contact with me and he's like you want to come up to Seattle and do this camp and yada yada I'm like I'm I'm like my summer's done like I've done everything I had to do so I was like yeah I'll come and so I I came out and when I was up here he had me visit Washington. You know I'm from Atlanta. I've never heard of Washington in my life, mm-hmm. like ever in my life, like not even even one time. And so I came out to the school, visited, and I, I didn't. You know I was like, oh man, you got a lot of pro, a lot of pros that come out of here. Like, oh man, <laughs> wait a minute, what is this? And and I I actually I went to the school. I really liked it, and so it also came in the summertime, which helps. And then oh, um, and then. Um, uh, after the visit, I went back home, and like I want to say, like a couple weeks later, I committed to Florida. Uh, and then, and so, but um, and then after I committed to Florida, and that so after my senior year, like I want to say in like eight March, no May and May, 
Coach Donovan had left and went to the NBA. But I, I knew after, I knew after, like, he left, I knew where I was going. I, didn't, I only took one visit, and I committed on the visit because I already knew where I really wanted to go. And it was more so because I, it felt like home to me. It wasn't even That's like awesome. a it wasn't even like he pitched me a lot. It's like, <laughs> oh man, I really like this. Uh, this be I could see myself in Washington, and so like that's why I did a great school, better school than Florida was, and so it's like. Uh, did you get any uh, uh, like I said, wooing or courting from uh, Will Conroy, the assistant coach? I mean, I mean, it's like I never really had like like my I had my unofficial visit. I had my unofficial visit, and even that one visit after Coach after Coach Donovan left, it was summertime. Okay. So it was like nobody was really there. It wasn't like I never really had the the best courting. But I used to when when we had recruits come in, oh, I was always at the uh, courting dinners. Oh, nice. Those are those are the best dinners. Like it was, let me get some for here and something to go. I appreciate it, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm. As we talk pre pre show, of course everybody knows I'm a Wazoo Coog, but you, oh my you're god, not, of course you're not going to hold. You're not gonna I hold told you not to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I grew up a Husky until I went to Wazoo back in the '90s, but that's not why I'm asking. <laughs> what was it like playing for Lorenzo Romar? I loved him as a coach, and I kept rooting for the Husky basketball team until he left. I mean, tell us what it was like. So I mean. I liked him too. One of my mom's biggest things for me when I was coming out of college was she wanted to find me a coach that she could trust with me. Cause again, like at that age, like I'm turning into a man and she's not there. And so she needs, she needs to be, there has to be a line, a level of trust there. Mm -hmm. And not like where like she has to call in and say, Hey, is my son doing what he's supposed to do? But like, know that I'm going to be held accountable for this, my actions and stuff that I'm doing and things like that. And so, so her biggest goal for me was to find a coach that was a great, was a great coach, but also a great man, because that's that that's what they are helping me to become. And so, and that's one thing Coach Romar was. Um, and Coach Romar had a his 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 skill development was really was uh, was really was really good. Like I, I I did enjoy playing for Coach Romar. I did, and the way he. The way our offense was ran, it was more so about movement, movement, movement. Okay, go get a bucket. Like, <laughs> right. That's really what our offense was. Like, hey man, go. Hey, the defense moved twice, two, two, two three times. Uh, the the lane is open. Some we'll go get a bucket. And that was um. And so everybody was so skilled because of the way he he did uh the way he did skill work and stuff in the spring and in the summer. I so, but he was, yeah. But he was, he was a nice guy. So nice. I believe you. Okay, you Malik Dime was there when you, when you were there. Uh, you came in after Robert Upshaw, but they actually put you at six eight at center often, didn't they? Um, no, 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 not really. No, I mean, no, no, no. I was mostly the four. I was mostly the okay. four. Malik would play the five. Malik started. Ah, uh, wait a minute! No, I he feel, didn't. I feel yes, like a did. lot of times though that you you it were kind me. of the biggest. Right. It was Marquise because the Marquise. I was the five. I was the five. Yeah. I was the five. But, but I it guess was, it was more. It was because we didn't really have a center. It was two yeah. forwards. It was two yeah. I guess you guys played with the uh, yeah, just two forwards, and it was kind of curious because you you Noah went up against a lot of big men in the Pac-12. Oh yeah, no, and for you sure. you got your rebounds. You got quite a few um, rebounds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm actually, I, I the, the cr craziest thing about it is I could have, um, cause I'm like, what? I'm like, I'm not even that. I'm not even that far off from the rebounding record. And like in my senior year, I was in such a like. This is my biggest regret because um, my senior year when my role diminished because of how teams were playing me. Like I got, I got really, I got really into my own head. I got really, I was getting pissed off, and like I stopped rebounding like how I was supposed to, like midseason. And like I, my senior, I got so many games with like three rebounds, two rebounds, and like I'm like, man, I was like twenty off of like the record, and and so I sat there and, and I was like, that, like if you look at the end of my senior year when we, 
the tournament time and all that, I'm great. I'm having crazy rebounding games because I'm like, oh, I can try to get it type of thing. But um, I had, I that was probably one of my in terms of basketball, that's probably one of my biggest regrets is just because like, I mean, bro, like, yeah, it's, yeah, uh, yeah it, but that was, that was but what who can you do what blame yourself? And so like you know you live and you learn, and I just know I'm not gonna do that again. Yeah. So was it a, was it a matter of you were looking too much at the numbers rather than, uh, uh, than just going out there and doing what you had, uh, or, or did they play you differently or was there a different, it was, it was more so laziness. Like it was more so because teams started, because what happened was, is, um, the way they figured out they could stop us is like, we weren't that good of a shooting team in terms of shooting jump shots. We, we never was. And, and so, um, and so, uh, so non-conference, we weren't shooting the ball great like we normally do. And so, but in the beginning, starting the Pac-12 season, we started shooting the ball amazing. And so, um, but so basically what they was doing is they would just take me out the game completely. Like the teams would just take me out the game completely and be like, hey man, live or die by this three ball. Or live right. or die by this jump shot, and but we were making the shots for we we don't want like a twelve game winning, ten game winning streak, something like that, in the Pac twelve, and it, and in them in those weeks, but we shot the ball like fifty fifty some percent from three. It was ridiculous, and so basically the teams were just every game just take me out the way, take me out, and then um, uh, we'll see if they um will hit shots today, and we just kept hitting the shots and um. And so I remember I got a couple games on on set where I shot the ball twice. I have a game. I have a game where I have two shot attempts. I had a double double. It was against Cal. I want to. I want to say it was in like it was in it's late January, early February. I still remember it like like <laughs> that. But I had I had a double double. I had like thirteen and ten of uh, two shot attempts. I got fouled a lot, but, but like it, it was. <laughs> It was stuff like that. And so I used to, and um, at me as a player, I was, <clears throat> I couldn't do a lot of the stuff that I can do now as a pro. And so I needed, I needed to get the ball. Like you needed to throw me the ball. Like it wasn't no, like I wasn't a, uh, I, you know, come here and I can, I can break somebody down now with the ball handling and all that stuff, but I wasn't doing that in college. And so I, 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 I needed people to pass me the ball right? and like, you know, as a as a head coach, it was like it's like I mean, man, but we're shooting the ball so well, type was, of thing. So like, let's not let's not fix, let's not break, let's not let's not mess it up. Right? Was that something? So, was that something that had worked for you in the prior seasons and just wasn't happening that season? Or, uh... I mean, it was just it was. I mean, we I'm we never shot the ball like that. So <laughs> like it wasn't. I remember we used to even even my teams we used to go on big long offensive spells like dry spells. Like we, just, we weren't just always a good shooting team, but like you know I shot the ball always in the fifty percent from the field and and everything. So I was I was consistent. I could consistently get you. You know if I'm shooting two shots, one of these one of these things going in, and so. um and so, but during them, during them months or so, like it, like, it was fine. And so I wasn't really getting the ball and I let that get to me. Even instead of, um, coach, coach Dollar told me it best. Coach Dollar is one of my favorite coaches I've ever had in my life. But he was like, I mean, but there's a bunch of rebounds to go grab. And he said, there's a bunch of offensive rebounds to go grab. He looked at me and said, you want more shot attempts? Man, go get the offensive rebound. I promise you, <laughs> you'll not hear anything from me if you get an offensive rebound. And there's seven guys around you, and you go up. You're like, no, nah, I don't hear nothing. Like, I don't hear nothing. You look, you look at the bench, he says, tell me a thumbs up. What, so, what, um, what, what you think about Cameron, Cameron Dollar? It sounds like you like him. He came in from Seattle U, I believe. Yeah, no, no, that's my. I remember I gave him my the first time I uh, uh we played Seattle. You no, my second time, my sophomore year, I gave him what like twenty one and nineteen, eighteen, something like that. And so, <laughs> and so, but nice. Coach Dollar, that's when one of my I I I've never had fought with a coach more than Coach Dollar, but I've never like uh like when I was in college, like everybody couldn't stand them, but when it's time, when it's time and time and said and done. Everybody loves him once you leave because because he you you understand it you know sure. like your kids you're young and yada 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 but once you get older you get it and you understand it and so he was he's like my like I still talk to Coach Dollar all the time 
That's, like when I come back to Seattle, I go out to eat with him. That's like, awesome. That's like my, I, I, you know, I like Coach Dodd. He was a big coach, like you know, so it was me versus him every day. But he, 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 he pushed me to be better. Awesome. Yeah, every day, and so that was why um, it's a, it's a, you know, it, it's, it's all, it'll always be, and not even just being better, being better at everything, not just basketball, at oh, cool. everything. And so, and that's what he, because he said basketball is gonna stop. And uh, he used to preach that all the time, and people didn't act like you know, oh, you know, your kid, like, oh yeah, whatever you say, man, like, oh, yeah, <laughs> what are you just talking about man, I just had thirty yesterday, but, <laughs> uh, but um, uh, but the the older you get, the more it's like, all right. So like, I'm lucky still to be able to do this for a living and 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 play the game that I love, and yada yada. But a lot of people aren't, and so you start the um like now I'm 25, and like you know one of the things like we were talking about earlier how. I, I was a paralegal this past summer, but getting into different things and starting to do things that, you know, because I'm, I'm 25 and then 30, 35 will be here quick. Yep. You know yeah. I mean? Yep. It'll be here quick in a blink of an eye. Get yourself and so a career. <laughs> being, 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 being ready for the, um, the part B was his big thing. He said, um, actually it's funny. Uh, he didn't call it, um, uh, uh, what does cat call it? Cat, the cat, cat calls it, um, she doesn't call it a plan B. She calls it a um oh man, I can't remember. She she man, I can't remember what she what she called. But it would it, it was for me, it was like it wasn't just because, you know, plan A for a, a, a athlete is making it to the NBA, making it to the NFL and doing all that stuff, but sometimes it doesn't really work like that. And so you have to have another plan that can mm-hmm. something that can give you the same fulfillment as it did on the basketball court. And um for a very long time, I was lost because I didn't think that was going to be, I didn't think that was going to be, I, I couldn't find it. And, you know, it was during a pandemic and stuff like that. And so I just couldn't, I couldn't find, find my niche. I couldn't, you know, but, um, uh, but Kat really helped me. She really like helped me put a plan down and a vision because I, like, did I know I want to go to law school? Yes. I've known since 2019 that I, I, I something I wanted to do. Did I know how to do it? No. Did I ever think about putting the steps in to figure out how to do it? No. But like, uh, but cat, we have a step-by-step plan type of thing. That as soon as I'm done playing basketball, I next day, all right. So this is what we're about to do type of thing. And um, and it, it, the, even this thing about the plan, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about like, oh, well, I can't wait to start this type of thing. And it, it's, uh, you know. Do you know where so, you want to go to school or? Uh, so man, so UW has a great scholarship program for for alumni athletes for their law program. Oh really? That's okay. awesome. Oh man, fantastic. <laughs> but um, it would be um, so Washington, of course, of course. Uh, Cat went against Gonzaga Law, which is also a great law program. Yeah. Uh, also, another one is Tulane. Okay. Also, one, it's also a great a great law uh, law school, and so um. But me personally, if I could stay in Washington, I'd stay in Washington. Very but, cool, very cool. Yeah. yeah, take advantage of that if you if you can. Um, and don't go to Gonzaga; those people are jerks. And they're <laughs> yeah, coming here I this Friday. Them, they're coming here this Friday, and we're gonna beat them, and we're gonna send them back to <laughs> man, Spokane. I, hope so, I never beat. I've never beat them. That's all. I, when I tell you that's so, I've beat everybody, <laughs> every team, like every every rematch team that we had. I never beat Gonzaga. The closest was my senior year when Roy Hutchmore hit the game winner, but we I never beat them. Oh, I forgot that's, about that. That's a tough one. Um, yeah, I know I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to ask, we, we talked to former Seattle Supersonic NBA player Xavier McDaniel a few weeks ago, and he said, I asked him who's the most hated player or dirtiest player he played against, and he said Dennis Robb. And is there a, a player that you played against in college that – was dirty or he couldn't stand or and Dylan Brooks. <laughs> was he with the Oregon? Was he with the Oregon? That uh, is uh, Dylan. Dylan Brooks. He played for Oregon. Yeah, he plays, yeah. Uh, he plays for Memphis now. But I want to say he's dirty. He plays super hard and like okay. and like it's not like it's not dirty. Man, look like like I I come from the south. It's a lot more. It's a lot rougher down there when it comes to playing physical. Okay. And yeah. I tell and uh, so like oh, I'm sorry. No worries. And so I had um, and so it's a lot more physical. And so I'm I'm used to contact. I'm used to getting hit all the time. I, it's a, I played football. Like I, I I you know, supposedly I used to like it. You know, but um, <laughs> uh, 
but um he he man he was so he used to play so rough for so for no reason type of thing especially for the Pac-12 so I couldn't I couldn't stand playing he was a good player though he was a good player that I think he was gonna go to Memphis and do what he's doing no but like he's he's playing amazing also Peyton Pritchard I guess you gotta say gotta be the Morgan dudes man <laughs> Peyton, Peyton, Peyton Pritchard was a dog though he was a dog oh my god he was a dog <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, uh, were, were they on the team? Uh, UW had actually won the regular season, I believe your senior year, actually. Were, were oh, they yeah, on they the would also, yeah. yeah, so he was on the team, yeah, yeah. But we, the craziest thing about that, and they came home and killed us at home on senior night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. They dubbed us. Yeah, no, we, so I'll I tell you a that. funny story about that game. I'll tell you a funny story. We, nice. we used to talk about it, on, we used to talk about it as a team. Um, so we beat them at home on that lucky foul call, and we got to shoot those free throws. got to shoot those free throws. Mm-hmm. And then, like walking back, I remember I'm talking to my guys like, Man, I don't know why they called that. <laughs> <laughs> I said at home too. That's crazy. I said that's crazy. I'd be pissed at home. Oh, that's crazy. We'll take it though. But like after that, uh, after um after because my Oregon started kind of up and down that uh, that beginning of that non-conference but by the end of that non-conference uh, at, at the beginning of the conference at the end of the conference oh they got hot yeah they did and like and when i tell you i i i knew we all knew we weren't going to beat them again like we mm. all because we didn't match up well against them like, and i we, believe uh, we, we, they beat uw in the pac-12 championship yeah, the, right oh uh, uh, yeah in the in the in the, in the tournament yeah they yeah. did they blitzed us. It wasn't like they they wasn't they wasn't a close game. They blitzed us by twenty something. Like we weren't we weren't we just were we couldn't play with them. And and then like you know especially so what happened was is remember I talked about the shooting thing, is um we we had a good that my senior we had a great first first half and a little bit of the second half shooting the ball, mm-hmm. and then by the end of non conference we went back to shooting in the thirties, in the low thirties early uh, a high or low thirties high 20s and then so um and then so they needed me to get back to doing what i was doing um and man look i let myself go i was out of shape i got fat again i used to stress in college i stress eaters a lot <laughs> and so i got a lot i got a lot bigger and and I, I just couldn't i couldn't keep up i had that you know i had the one good game in the tournament but like that's all you're going to get from me because i was i mean like like I couldn't do two days in a row just because like my I I just weighed too much like I I let myself go because I was so pissed off type of thing. Gotcha. Yeah, that was uh, Utah State, right? That you. Yeah, um, yeah, Utah State. Then we played North Carolina, and they I mean, they they blitzed us too. So. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't think any against didn't I think they were ranked super high. I think they were yeah ranked very high that year. So. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the greatest thing about it was, was like Oregon after beating us in the Pac-12 championship, they had the easiest route to the Sweet 16. Oh my God, their route was so easy. They got all the cupcakes. <laughs> yes, man. Yes. Second round, we had North Carolina, but we won the Pac. But what? Come on. I was, I, we I couldn't stand it. Could not stand it. How did you feel? Yeah, I like, mean, it, it, when you look back at them, though, just two years prior to that. Uh, there was a disastrous nine and twenty two season. I mean, you still had mm-hmm. to feel like you're on top of the mountain, and it was a good way to go out, right? Oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, um, the fruits of our labor, like, I, like um, one thing. So I remember there was a big thing about me uh, transferring after my sophomore year. Didn't you go to? to didn't you visit LSU or something like that? Yeah, I don't know where they came up with the LSU. I visited Virginia. I, I did okay. see that. Oh, okay. I, I, I visited Virginia. But I don't know who. I don't know where that LSU thinking. You know, I visited. I saw it on the internet, I, Noah. I, I assume yeah, it's true. I, no, 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 I believe it. No, I don't know where that came from. Like, I have no like LSU. I won't even talk in LSU. I don't know. And so, but um, and so I went to go visit Virginia. And like, what it is is, I would have went to Virginia out of high school. I love Coach Bennett. I loved his coaching staff. I loved everything about him. Um, and so um. But what happened was is I went to go visit, and the only reason why I didn't, the only reason why I didn't move is because uh, I didn't want to do extra year of school. Oh. And so, like, that's, 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 that's to keep it keep it downright straight. Like, that's the reason why I didn't go. So if they had the transfer uh, portal like they do now, you might have went. Yeah. Wow. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and so, uh, but one thing is, is like I'm, I, it's hard. To, it's 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 messed up to leave leave something worse than you started it. You know what I mean? It, it's hard to do that. As as a, I'm a little more old school when it comes to. I man, like, like you know how a lot of people transfer because they aren't getting playing time and do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like my whole thing about it is for a guy like me, oh no, I'm gonna give you a reason to play me. It's not no, I'm not worried about that. Like I'm not that that's, that wasn't the issue for me. I I I could you know, and so <clears throat> I'll just give you. I can give you a reason. I forgot where I was going with this. Sorry, <laughs> right. you didn't want to leave. Yeah, you nah. didn't want to leave things on a bad note. Yeah, I didn't want to leave things on a bad note. I just, you know, because for the most part, for the most part in my career playing basketball, I have won in most most er- most areas and most in all levels, and so um, so it was good that I felt like it was going to happen anyway. Because I mean, we were all the basically all the guys that Coach Romar was gonna recruit were the ones that did all the did all the heavy lifting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I felt like we, we, we were going to be good regardless. We were, we were, you know, we made we made a rule that's going from sophomore to our junior. We worked so hard, like we weren't gonna have a year like that again. We just we just couldn't, you know. The when I do what I do, the best thing that I did enjoy about about UW and Washington is even in the, in, the, in those that sophomore year, oh, people still came to the game. They loved us. Yeah. Like 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 I used to like they loved us, and regardless regardless of the I mean. We wasn't like getting blown out. We were losing by like five, six, seven type of thing. But like, like we were in, we were in the game, except for like the Arizona and stuff like that. But um, in Oregon, in Oregon, but people really did enjoy us and liked us, and people still came out and cheered and stuff like that. And so, I feel like you know we owed it to them. I am, and we're not. It's nice. We're really not that bad type of thing. Y'all, you know, give us a second, give us a chance type of thing. So in in, in that year, uh, that nine and twenty two season. Uh, Coach Romar got let go, and would that have been your first experience with the business of basketball? Uh, yeah, in terms of yeah, in terms of firing, yeah, for sure. Because it for sounds sure. like you really liked him, and it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. So like, I was going to transfer anyway. I, I was thinking about transferring everyone anyway because I didn't. Um, I didn't think he was using me correct correctly. Um, and then Markel got hurt. And then Markel got hurt, and he stopped playing. And in the last ten games, I was like twenty-two and twelve. The last ten games, and then uh, he, uh, Coach Romar, had came to talk to me out the season because he heard the rumor of me wanting to transfer. Right. And then he asked me, he said, "Are you going to transfer?" I was like, "No," nah. just because he just uh, we, me and my mom both felt like, "I right, man, you're you're using him the right way. You you see him type of thing. You see what he's doing, and you're using him the right way." And um and so she she believes that yeah, no, they're using the right way type of thing, yada yada. And then like I wanna say two, three days later he got he got uh he got you know, he got fired. And then I my mom was like, All right man, well let's you know because I didn't know Coach Hop or anything and so he was she was like, Well, let's 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 look at let's look at this from an outside looking in. So back out away from the team and have him have have him have to try to recruit you back. Right. Because, because because that's basically what it is. It's a new pitch, a new guy. I don't know you type of thing. I had I, I had got offered by Syracuse, but they, I I didn't really talk to Syracuse type of okay. thing. And so gotcha. yeah, and so like I didn't really know Coach Hopper nothing. So the Hopkins thing, he came in, yeah, obviously from Syracuse, and. Uh, Markel, by the way, you met Markel Fultz. Is that Markel? Yeah. Man, Markel Fultz. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, no I know Fultz. I, I know people. I, I just I start going. I just say straight names. It's for those. Good. It's for those cougars out there that are you know listening or even on this show. Oh um, my god! Got to make sure they know who people are. Um, but anyway, <laughs> Coach Hopkins comes in with uh, much fanfare because he played a completely different type of defense, uh, a zone defense. I got to ask you: was that was that a big switch for you, or was that overblown as far as from you know fans just making something out of nothing no i mean so i mean when you got matisse out there man so one thing for sure is i can sit there and that zone changed matisse's life that zone changed matisse's life because matisse is one of the best off-ball defenders if you like 
in practice, you couldn't like, – when you used to run a play, you couldn't throw to his side. He's like a cornerback. Like, you, it was so hard to throw to his side and him reading the lane. And so what that zone did for Matisse is it made it so he can really just play off ball. Right. The whole game. My man was getting, what, six steals? Man, some craziness, craziness, crazy, crazy number steals type of thing. <laughs> and so, like, and so, you know, he was, he was, you know, he was a big, cool part of the zone. And we were, when, like, everybody, all our bigs, except for Sam, were forwards, and we all had long arms. So, <laughs> like, so it, it, it worked. That's, and because that's what they look for for Syracuse, long, tall forwards with long arms. And, and, um, and so, it, I mean, like it was, it was hard. It was hard. It had, it had a moment. As a junior, we played man too. Mm-hmm. When I was a junior in college, we played. At the beginning, we played some man too, and then my senior, we played only zone. Okay. But um, it it was. I mean, you know, it was. It slowed the game down. It did. But it sounds but, like um, it made it, more use of your skills and your body type. Yeah, 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 for sure. It made more use of the skills that my team had, which is, you know, which is. You know, it was pretty good, but like you know, it, I I wouldn't recommend it for all teams because not all teams is, is gonna be the same type of. If you, it's it's hard, and if you have a Matisse out there, like when we the way we played zone is I Matisse, it was like a a, a uh it was four on five because Matisse was out there roaming, and we and we figured out you know as teammates you know all right, he he gonna reach for this you know he's gonna go for this still if he doesn't get it, boom we gonna I'm gonna be right here and he's just gonna take my spot type of thing we, we right. figured out how people played the game together and we, we've been playing together for years and we just started being able to um like the holes that that like we used to figure out our team's tendencies and we were able to just lock in on that and so we could let guys play the way they needed to do and we have their back so i right actually on. thought actually, oh go ahead ryan uh, i i gotta ask i gotta defend my university was oh, here God, here we go um we all know the Apple Cup between Wazoo and UW for football is a big thing every year in the state of Washington. What, what's it like playing basketball for the Apple Cup? I mean, I've never heard a player's perspective on that. I mean, I know Wazoo had no offense, but we had better luck against your guys in basketball than football. But Oh, yeah, no, most definitely. Most definitely. But, the, uh, what are your thoughts? Man, I mean – so like it was like when when that game came up on the schedule, and it's like, oh man, let's get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I'm I, my early in my career, y'all. Uh, when y'all had Josh Hawkinson and those guys, I want to say y'all beat us. But then after that, after that, I think we was taking y'all out. Like, <laughs> I was taking y'all out quick. We were taking y'all out. But um, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Um, it was the atmosphere in the gym, especially. Uh, was cool, especially my senior, my junior, my junior senior. Like the atmosphere in the gym is crazy. We um, it's when a lot of students come out, come out and show their support, and that's when uh, you know, it's I felt like it's good for both teams just to have that type of fan support on both sides of it like it, it was it's always a, a fun experience like it's, it's nothing like the football though like you gotta ask the football player like it's like football goes crazy but um but yeah but i you know i i, I always i always enjoyed the time you know and me me growing up i'm a talker like i like to talk a lot in games so I like you know i'm talking to other guys on the other team like how you doing type of thing so i'm like man it was man it was just snowing out there talking i'm talking about i just we just we just got out, you know, just just chatting up with guys, and so like it's it's, it's always always it's always a fun time. So in other words, to wrap that up for you, uh, Soul Man, uh, we UW uh, fans don't care about you people. So. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming from you, Abe. Anyways, thank you for that response. <laughs> um, I, I just wanted to throw out there, uh, Noah, that um, your 2017-18 season, I actually thought even though you guys had fewer wins. You had a better team that year, and yeah, I thought about I thought about this because UW just beat St. Mary's, which is what kind of you know brought uh, the NIT to a close for you guys. But uh, I thought that team had more wins in them, and that was your best season too. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so that actually for a lot of us that was like a um, a big thing because our freshman year, our first ever scrimmage was against St. Mary's. Mm-hmm. This is like with Dejounte and all of Marquise. 
Andrew Andrews, and they blitzed us. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, they blitzed us. Wow. It wasn't even, oh, they blitz blitzed us. So it was, um, so to be able to come back and, you know, we lost close game. But like, but for us to for us to um to do do that was a was a, was a was a great it was a, it was a great thing for me. I I like everybody talked about it because like we all remember they killed us in that gym, like killed us, like they they mopped the floor with us. <laughs> and, <laughs> and so um, but yeah, I I thought um I had a I had a way better junior year junior than I did senior year, but it's also just the coverages that I got in college, like. As a junior year, they doubled me, but it wasn't as consistent. My senior year, they said, "Do not let this dude." I mean, no, don't let him dribble. Don't let him <laughs> go trap that. Like you know, make him pass it up. And I just happened to be a, a pretty good passer. Yeah. Very nice. But, yeah, my my short. I almost I I almost cut my hair short again because it's like uh, it might be the hair that's giving me my power. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Right on. Did you cut your? I, I'm trying to remember what you looked like uh, back then because I I do remember you having a little bit longer hair, but uh, not uh, yeah. So I, I didn't have so in college I had I had long I, I had long hair. I didn't really do much to it. Yeah. My junior year I cut it short. I had a short Did cut. You? Okay. I had a short cut, and then my senior year I grew it back out. But uh, but yeah, no, nah, I was a. Uh, uh, I did like me in the shortcut. The more I sit here and look at old pictures, and I'm like, ah, I might go back to <laughs> maybe one day, one day, not not anytime soon though, but one day. Is it long right now? Yeah, I I have a I have dreadlocks. Okay. I have dreadlocks. My um, uh, fun fact: I was a uh, everybody, a lot of people knows I was adopted at birth. Me and my twin brother, but my my birth parents were both Jamaican, oh, like a hundred percent Jamaican, and so. And so I'm like, oh, that's why my hair grows so fast. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm gonna give this a chance. I'm gonna give this a try. And um, maybe I kind of like it, but like it's a lot of like it's cold, so it's it's cool. I I enjoy it because it's, it's cold right now, and I need it. Yeah. yeah. All the hair on my head, but um, it gets annoying having to go get your hair done every month, two months. <laughs> and expensive. It's expensive. Like, it's... is it really? Man, what? Man, it's like man, like especially because of inflation, people asking for eighty, ninety dollars. Wow. Oh my gosh! Jeez. To get your hair retwisted, and that's no wash or nothing. It's just like straight, just that's it. Like just to you, retwist it. Like, you're talking oh, about in wow. Europe, though, right? I'm sure it's not as bad here. No, nothing. I'm talking about in the states. Wow, yeah, nothing's okay. cheap anymore. I guess not. Yeah, nothing I guess is not. cheap. Nothing is cheap. <laughs> no, everybody, everything, everything raises their prices, and so I'm like I. I, I actually taught myself how to do it myself. Like I can't do all the crazy stuff, but I can retwist my own hair because uh thank you, YouTube. But it's like, <laughs> man, look, man, it's too man, it's too expensive. It's too expensive. It's like like I could like just be going every month to get somebody else to do it. So if I can go every two months and I can just and in between months I can just kinda do something myself, then it's like right, I can I can do that. You know what I just it's thought about, Noah, is Switzerland I thought was that completely outrageous. Uh, for beer prices, I, I was. Um, well, no, my... it's expensive. Every month, and then look, I hate going. Like when I tell you, it it took me a minute to get get comfortable with the prices in the stores, because everything is well, everything is. Man, look, the them fruits prices expensive. are crazy. Yeah, are crazy. Or <laughs> like, man, like, come on. I remember I went to go to a sushi restaurant. Mm -hmm. I walked in, started looking at the menu. I walked right out. I was like, "Bro, you guys want what for what? Stop it, man!" I said, "It's not even gonna fill me up." I stop it. They want to. I want to say for like a, for like twenty five, like twenty five, like rolls, man. It was like eighty bucks. I said, "Man, goodbye." goodbye. What do you What do you do while you're there? Do you have a host family or do you have a, a... Nah, so so the so way it works is i have an apartment so okay. the team usually sets you up with a, a car and apartment oh nice and they pay for that and they pay for that and uh actually yeah, yeah i've been in an apartment and uh, i really don't do anything honestly like <laughs> I, I i lay in bed and watch netflix watch youtube that's but, that's good but, young man you're not blowing it all on uh <laughs> booze uh, and yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's, man, it's been, look, overseas life is boring. It's super boring. I love playing basketball for a living, 
And I'm saying, like, even I'm not even going to say NBA is, you know, you play a lot of games, so you're always moving around. So you have that. But, like, over oh. here, man, it's like, like, if we, like, I got what shooting at 11 in the morning, then I have practice like seven or eight at night. Right. And then it's like, all right, what do I do from like 1230 until seven? Nothing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nothing. Hang out. Oh, like, you're at I, least the town that you're in is not a very big town, I assume. No, nah, so actually that's one of the things this in Basel is it's not a big city. I mean it's a city. It's not it's not huge, but um it's a city. This is my first time in a city. Okay. Like, everywhere else I've been in the countryside in the middle of nowhere. And so um and so like am I do I go out walking and do stuff? Oh yeah, for sure. There's stuff that go on. It's nice. There's nice like like there's coffee shops and stuff like that that I go to and go to in the morning by myself and do all that stuff. But you only can do that so much. So, right. You know? What well, sounded like that uh, yeah, place yeah. in England? You was out in the middle of a wheat field or something. Um. Yeah, man. Like it was, it was not like in England. Uh, no, 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 no. That was Israel. Israel was really out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. <laughs> okay. Really okay. The the, uh, actually, a fun, a funny story. When I was in Israel, I got bombed like a couple times. What? Oh my gosh. Yeah. I hope you. I hope you mean oh. drinking and not like some nah, terrorist nah, trying to blow talking, you up. I'm talking about. I'm talking about they man. Them, oh. you know, they they like the Palestinians put some bombs over there. Wow. In retrospect, like it it, it it just sounds crazy because of how I say it. But like they don't <laughs> land or nothing. Like they don't land. Like they shoot them out the sky. And so like and 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 like I mean, when I was there, I wasn't so I wasn't so in tune with what was going on over there. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't really know anything about it. Now that I'm a couple years out and I have done some research, I can understand why they did it. You know, I'm like, right, it makes sense. You know? <laughs> that it is makes a, sense. It makes sense. That is a big benefit, even though you're not getting, uh, uh, you're finding a little bit of boredom. You are finding a different perspective, I assume, on on the world. Oh yeah, on, on everything. I'm on everything. I was. That's one of the things, especially because, uh, especially with that conflict and stuff like that. Like, like it's a, um, especially um, you get. In America, you only see the one-sided. You only see the one-sided part yeah. of like how to how how Israel feels about it, and I mean it makes sense. And so it, it was it was cool going over there, and like I met some Palestinians, and um and um, like it was cool like going over there and seeing seeing the the overview um like perspective. And honestly, the best part about the best part about um playing overseas is, is like. Is being to see everybody's perspective of the United States, especially when you know, um, uh, and how the world felt to, uh, felt about us from 2016 to what, 2020. Because I, I wanted to see what how how other people looked at because you know seven billion people in this world, like we're only 330 million. We just America yeah. thinks we're the centerfold of everything type of thing, and so that, that's also a perspective that I. That, that that I got changed after going from going all over the world. Like, oh wait a minute, man, we're small. It's, it's really small. We're really small. We just think we're so big. Yeah. And, um. And so it was. That's like a always, always a wonderful perspective because everybody has different viewpoints on on it and and everything. And, and so, but like, true. I can honestly say traveling is like one that has been and playing in these other countries, being I live in these other countries is like one of the best learning experiences for me in my life in my lifetime just because just you get to learn you get to learn so much about people's cultures and their perspective on things and how other countries do things yeah and and yeah. and i'm like oh man this is this is this might be the good way to do it i was telling my roommate uh, he's a rookie uh his name is sean he went to um he went to uh where do you go man where do you go where do you go, where do you go? Where do you go? i forgot where he went to college but um and so I, I'm. So when he when he first came, I was trying to tell him the difference because he's from he's from Little Rock, Arkansas, which is you know, not the not the best, not the worst, not the best place. But and this is his first time, you know, out the country, all that stuff. And so I told him, I said, uh, I said, hey, but after like a couple of weeks, I said, bro, let me ask you a question, dog. Because what I said, have you ever seen a pothole out here yet? <laughs> he goes, and then he stopped, waited, and looked at him. He said. No, bro, I haven't actually. <laughs> I said, bro, I said, dog, I was in Israel. I used to, we used to get bombed, dog, bombed, mm-hmm. and I never saw a pothole. Never saw one, not one time. <laughs> oh my god! And gosh. I told him, I, 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 no, it's what I'm saying. I said, I told him, I said, bro, you know why, bro? 
because you pay taxes. That's what my taxes are made for. Why am I paying all these taxes and my roads are messed up? That's what taxes <laughs> are go for. That's why you have that. It makes, you know, I said, got terrible roads because, you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's little stuff like that. You, you, mm-hmm. that it's a little stuff like that that is like, huh, makes you just really think like, oh, it's really that easy, huh? Like, <laughs> it's really that easy, huh? And so, and so I was, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's always, you know, good perspective on things because America thinks we do everything right. Even basketball since like, I, I've learned a whole bunch about basketball, about taking from the yeah. European game, because one thing is I'm super athletic. I was always, I was always a skilled guy and I'm, I'm way more athletic than, than I was in college, mm-hmm. but like being able to take the super skill and add the athleticism to it, it takes a, it takes a whole different level up to your game right so you know it's always about picking up and learning from different places that you go to that's how I, that's how i feel like you can survive playing overseas right on i i got one last question for you i know we're getting near the end plus i, I want you to be able to get your sleep some sleep tonight or this morning for you <laughs> um abe and i always like when we talk to our guests we like to talk about their family and it, it sounds like you have a wonderful relationship with your twin brother and your mom I mean, you care to share a story about them or? Yeah, so so my mom, so my mom, wonderful, wonderful person. She, um, so she was a, she was a, she's a Wall Street woman, business, business, master's in business. She, she does all that. And so growing up, I was always super big and I always was, you know, I was naturally good at sports and I was like, football was my first sport. I was like if you ask anybody when I lived in Atlanta, they thought you'll see me playing on Sundays. I'm glad I didn't pick that sport because that sport hurts. Yeah. But um, uh, the um, but I remember when I started when I got my first basketball letter, uh, and for college, like she didn't know nothing about nothing when it came to nothing. Like she knew sports and everything, but like about anything else around basketball and everything, it wasn't like she didn't know anything at all she 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 really sat there and studied for years like when i was going through the whole process like eighth grade and ninth grade and tenth grade studied for years to help be able to help me make a good decision and and like that for me that was like a big thing just because like i you know, i didn't know anything either and she didn't know anything and so and so she really spent years studying and studying and figuring out the figuring out the whole sense of this basketball thing because it was her first, it was my first time doing it. It was her first time doing it. And, and so there was like a, um, it was like, a, you know, it was new for both of us, but she got me through it. She, she pointed me out the right way. And, um, my brother, he was, I mean, I guess he was always super supportive. Like that was my, that's, that's my guy. He, uh, um, he went to Arizona, unfortunately, but uh, <laughs> and he, he saw us get beat by them a couple of times, but he also saw us win, beat them a couple of times. And so, but that was, uh, uh, you know, like that was my, I was, those are my people. That's my you know, support, support system. And they was always true to it. Even, even now when I'm overseas, if I call my mom, call my brother anytime, they'll answer because they understand how it is. It gets lonely out here. Now, Noah, people can find you obviously for the plan for the Star Wings over in Switzerland. Where else can they find you on social media? Yeah, so you can um, my my Twitter and my Instagram name is ndickerson15. So it's it's easy. I'm on there. I'm always tweeting. I'm always on Instagram just because I have nothing else to do. <laughs> I nothing else. Um, like to stay on top of news y'all shoot me messages if you guys play video games i play everything um i'm you know i'm around man you guys got some online work you need done i'm a great guy call me i know i'm free i make (laughs) deadlines you know but um yeah that's that's really it i'm just i'm always i'm always around i'm i love to talk i'm you know i'm a i'm a comms major I love to talk to anybody. Y'all, y'all give me a shout, man. 
and in a couple of years, if they need a lawyer, uh, we. Oh we, yeah, no, for sure. No, that that's for sure. We're gonna, you know, that's just wait. You, you'll see. You'll see. I have a commercial for that one. It's all good. <laughs> Any work with Cat. I know Cat would love to have you a part of her team. Oh no, oh no, for sure. And then I learned a lot from Cat on on everything. Like, I, she 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 really definitely like got me super excited for my next stages in life. And like she actually has me wanting to hurry up. I hurry. I, I want this ten these ten years to go quick so I can hurry up and start that part of my life because I'm, I'm so excited. <laughs> right on. Very nice. All right, uh, we're heading towards the end here. Brian, do you have a shout out for this week? Yeah, I'll give a quick shout out to my beautiful bride of 28 years. We, she just turned the big five zero a couple of days ago. I just wanted to say happy birthday. I love you, honey. Thank you for all you do for me and putting up with my shenanigans. Awesome. And I'm going to give a shout out to one of my cohorts, uh, Alex Mestres. She is getting her master's in education. Congrats to you. And uh, please live stream, Alex, that uh, graduation. I'd love to watch you. Noah Dickerson, do you have a shout out for us? I got a shout out. Um, I guess I'll give a shout out to uh, my mom and my brother, actually, because really, really more so my brother, because uh, uh, they come out. They're coming out here in on Friday to Switzerland, and this is our first um, our first overseas trip since they came to the Bahamas when we played in at Washington my freshman year. Okay. And before that, we haven't been overseas since my mom took us to Panama. Hmm. And so this is this is you know it's a it's a well from my brother I want to say it's like a ten hour flight and it's his first of his kind. <laughs> and so shout out to him man it's all good bro I is he as tall year, is he as tall as you i mean he's six foot okay so like, like <laughs> now, now that now that i don't weigh 260 and like my face my face isn't a circular thing anymore <laughs> in a spiral like we really look like brothers now like we look you can you can tell we look like twins and everything <laughs> But so, but yeah, now he's six foot. He, he he's average height. Like I'm just super tall. He's average. Height. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I want to thank everybody out there for listening again this week. Our host, or I'm I'm the host, Abraham Dewey's. <laughs> My co-host is Brian the Soul Man. So like, and our very special guest was this week Noah Dickerson, former University of Washington Husky, uh, power forward and center slash center. Thank you for joining us this week. Check us out on our podcast at Captivate FM, as well as iTunes and Spotify. And check us out on Facebook. Like us. We're likable, I believe. And as well, check us out at Seattle Sports U on Twitter. We'll see you guys next time.